Hey there, you're listening to Soapbox, episode 8, a special Valentine's Day episode of Soapbox, which I already said, but I didn't explain what it is. Soapbox is a show about strong opinions on trivial topics, as well as really whatever I feel like talking about. Very excited. Because this is a Valentine's Day episode, I appropriately have a special guest. Uh, Her name is Ariana. I happen to be dating her, and that'll be after the break. But before we get to that, just got a couple classic soapbox topics to get to. I'm a big fan of the Battle Royale genre of video games, as listeners may know, as I've talked about Fortnite, I'm sure, probably too much. However, there's a new player in the Battle Royale genre that I want to talk about today, and that's Apex Legends. And Apex Legends is new from the studio who made Titanfall and Titanfall 2, uh, games where you play as a dude piloting a giant robot suit, and in those games you shoot shoot at other people but you are in a robot suit most of the time. In Apex Legends, you play as just a person, but sort of like Overwatch, every player on your team plays as a different character who has different abilities. So there's eight characters to choose from at present, and the one I choose typically is a Mirage, and he can send out like a hologram to uh, distract other players. But there's a guy who can heal, there's a guy who can shoot a grappling hook, there's a guy who can shoot gas, all sorts of things. And and Apex Legends has been out for 8-10 days, something like that, at the time of recording, not long. They've already crossed 2 million concurrent players and 25 million players total. So, I mean, it's gotten really big really fast. And justifiably it is a phenomenal game it it, the combat is really fresh every game it's not solos or duos or squads you have to play in a trio and the game really encourages group play and cooperation and collaboration it has this spectacular ping system where if you don't have voice comms or you don't want voice comms which is understandable you can use your mouse wheel or whatever the equivalent is on a Xbox or PC or PlayStation and you can click on stuff with your mouse wheel and signal and you can convey oh I found this equipment oh there's enemies here oh let's go check out this area all with one button it's so slick I uh, I can't say enough about this game I really think it's excellent and um, I'm not gonna say too much more because it's getting a lot of press and I don't think it needs extra time on this show but Apex Legends is an excellent, excellent game. Okay, and so this is the topic I really wanted to focus on in the first half of the show. And I do have a strong opinion on this relatively trivial topic, which is hot air balloons. I think hot air balloons are maybe the dumbest thing humanity's ever done and i think it's insane that we still have hot air balloons i saw something on reddit just the other day of like a hot air balloon festival in turkey and there were dozens of them floating and granted they do look very cool but it's like we're asking for natural selection you know 
why would you go up in a wicker basket into a thing that is held aloft by fire so you're in a wicker thing that is creating fire into a balloon that on its own is madness to me madness and then you know once you get up there you have no control over where you're gonna go you could be you know blown all the way you know to who knows where or you could just be like you get one wrong gust of wind and your balloons like oh wait and pops and you know you're done you have one bird with a sharp beak not pay attention and you're done i cannot fathom why anyone would choose a hot air balloon as their method of transportation yet people do it I've never read Around the World in 80 Days, but I think that Jules Verne, I think Jules Verne wrote that. I believe that's the method of transportation in that book. Maybe that's why we still use it is because it's like nostalgic or something, but that's ridiculous. That just sounds horrible. Plus, there's no shelter. It's not like you can go below decks and get out of the wind or out of the rain. You are just exposed to the elements in a wicker basket. I think hot air balloons are so stupid and i think zeppelins need to make a comeback zeppelins are dirigibles or whatever you want to call them blimps i think there's a lot of merits to that you know it seems like they're probably more environmentally friendly too but hot air balloons not so much well that about does it for the traditional part of soapbox this week as the interview with ari is longer but is really excellent, so I wanted to make that the focus of the episode. But first, here's a few messages from our speakers. Thank you for sitting through those, and without any further ado, here is the interview with Ariana. Okay, so second guest, very special guest, very excited, Ariana. Do you want to say hello? Hi. Introduce yourself. That's me. I am Ariana Abresha. I... I'm also a student at Villanova. I'm a biology major. Um, I'm from Delaware, most two-thirds of the state, so not anywhere in particular. Um, that's about it. And how do you know me? I am your girlfriend. You are my girlfriend, which is special because this episode should be out on Valentine's Day. Hopefully. Hopefully. We're recording it a little bit early. But... Very excited. We've got. I've got a few questions for you. A few things I want to talk about before we get to your strong opinions. Do you have your strong opinions? Do you have some? I have some. Okay, you have some strong opinions, and you can think about those as we go. Okay. Okay. But okay, first question. You ready? Yeah. So there's a spot in between Campus Corner and Nova Grill. There's a restaurant space there, mm-hmm. and if you don't know, listener, Campus Corner and Nova Grill are the are two of the restaurants that serve Villanova because they are at the corner of our campus, which is why one is called Campus Corner. But there's a spot next to them that is potentially for sale, potentially has been bought. There's some change of hands going on there. But my question for you, Ari, is if you were given that spot and a budget, what restaurant would you put there? Oh, that's so hard. Um, so it would be half. It would have to be something that students want to eat at. That would make sense. So, it and it's also a very small space. 
It is a small space, yeah. So I feel like it would be kind of hard to have like a sit-down restaurant-y vibe. So it would be kind of like a grab-and-go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or delivery. Or delivery because or delivery. a lot of their business now is delivery. We have so many coffee shops, but I feel like maybe... And now Holy Grounds would be too good of a competitor. They'd be <laughs> with Starbucks down the road and then Holy Grounds all over campus. Yeah, we, we already have a lot of coffee options. Hmm. Maybe a smoothie place. Because, like, we have Freshens, but I've heard varying opinions on the quality of their smoothies. So I think that having, like, smoothies with real fruit and, like, something kind of healthy that you can, like, grab on the go, I feel like that would be cool. So healthy smoothies, just smoothies, or would you have other things? I think we'd we'd start with smoothies, and then maybe we could kind of expand, expand into some other into a maybe, Oh my gosh, or no, a froyo place. A that froyo would be, place. Yes, a very small froyo place. You, you would put a froyo place at a school where it is currently snowing like it's a blizzard, and is cold probably the majority of the year. Okay, I am not the only person that drinks iced beverages when it's cold like this i think a lot of northeasterners are kind of used to it so i'd be i'd go and get some froyo right now you would would eat froyo right now when it's it is currently 31 degrees and snowing absolutely i'd go stand outside and eat it would you eat a cold weather flavor like peppermint or would you eat like not a big pineapple person um Pineapple just seems like a very tropical flavor. It is, a, yeah. It's a very fruity froyo. I coconut. usually just stick to chocolate froyo. Like I'm a big chocolate person. Maybe mango. Mango would be good. Mango. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you would put a froyo place in that spot. Yeah. Would it deliver? <laughs> froyo is really. It doesn't really make bad. a lot of sense to deliver <laughs> froyo. It would be very difficult to get to people before. Yeah. Uh, it melted maybe yeah, in the warmer really months. good freezers in the cars yeah have like an insulated um container container for yeah. them yeah okay so if you had a froyo place there and it served the villanova community what would be the signature villanova flavor of froyo it would be a swirl of vanilla and let me think of something blue <laughs> blueberry is not like a super popular froyo i don't even know if it exists as a fro like a froyo flavor i don't know uh, i would doubt it maybe maybe a like one. a vanilla froyo with blue sprinkles or like some maybe a little villanova gummies on it <laughs> what like little it gummy be- v's <laughs> yeah and then we can make those um mm, can you think of a blue flavor like, I mean, I would think probably, like, you could say blue velvet. Blue oh, velvet's a, a thing. And yeah, people yeah. are like, oh, that's exotic, and forget that it's just chocolate. That is very true. So it would just be do... chocolate vanilla squirrel, but it would be blue. Yeah. Fantastic. And it, because it would be blue, everyone would be tricked. Right. <laughs> it would just be a fraud. <laughs> My Froyo shop would be a complete fraud. And final Froyo question, what would the name of your Froyo restaurant on the corner of Villanova's campus B. Mm-hmm. Villa Froya. Villa Froyo. Wait, no. Fro. Instead of Villanova, Villa Froyo. <laughs> Villa. That's too far away from 
Villa Froyo. Let's go with Villa Froyo. It's terrible, and I love it. See, I was thinking cool cats. Because <sighs> the wild cats. Or... Nah, I, I can't so think of anything else. I'm so myself now. That was so good. Cool Cats is okay. Villa Froyo is fun, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, first question asked and answered. The next question I want to talk to you about, and this is something you and I have talked about a little bit, and I have made fun of you for it, but I really want to talk about it. So let's talk about Kempo. <laughs> so seriously, no, I want to talk about Kempo. Uh, first off, can you explain what Kempo is? It's a kind of more broad form of martial arts that I hope I'm doing this justice. Um, I, I'm not going to correct you and no one else can correct you live. So, <laughs> Well, <laughs> maybe people that know Kempo better than I do. It's a defensive form of martial arts that, from my experience, was mainly just defense-based techniques, but also we had these things called katas, which were like a series of techniques uh, put together in like an artistic and kind of flowing way. So it was a mix of like self-discipline and kind of personal growth as well as physical ability. Okay. So you could chop stuff. Could you chop a board in half? I have chopped a board in half. How many boards have you chopped in half at once? At once? Yeah. Did you ever do like multiple? I broke, I can't remember if it was two or three for my black belt test. I think it might have been two. I don't want to say three. So you broke two with your foot or with your head? I think it was. Or your hands? It was a palm strike. So it wasn't a headbutt? No. Okay, that's all right. That's right. I'm not disappointed. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> it, so- okay. it sounds like you're a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed. That's all right. So it's a defensive thing that has defensive art that has a lot of sides to it. personal and physical and athletic why did you start doing it what drove you to it so over like other did you want to do a martial art or did you just want to do something it actually was something that I started when I was in fifth grade and I'm pretty sure what ended up happening was my I guess my youngest sister at the time would have been in first or no I guess I started in fourth grade and she was in kindergarten And the instructor that ultimately would teach all of us came to our school and was teaching all the little kids, like, basic, you know, Kempo and, you know, how to punch and kick. And What uh, you want children to learn. Well, no, it's really important to... I see what you're saying. You don't want little kids to be able to just be like... To be able to... I want to play Fortnite now. Hi-ya! No, just, like, defend themselves, you know, if they're in, like, a, like, scary situation. Fight club. Yeah, just kindergarten fight club that's actually what the whole class was. i would see. watch that movie not in real life i, I would not i watch wouldn't start video. that in real life okay hold on let me write that down <laughs> stop um but my mom my parents ended up getting in contact with him um and he talked to them and basically said hey i run this i don't really know <laughs> what was it called academy it was i guess it was kind of an academy um at the local fitness club um and my parents thought it would be a good idea for us to know the basics of being able to defend ourselves. So it was kind of something that, like, they're like, would you want to do this? And I was just like, okay. And mm-hmm. they were like, cool. And as we moved through it, um, I actually ended up liking it. So I wanted to keep going through it. Cool. So you just did it. How quickly did you know that 
this was going to be, like, a thing that you pursued? Um... Was it the first time you killed someone, or was it <laughs> no the after second? That? Like, <laughs> oh, you had to get a taste for it first, and then you were like, "Oh, second time's the charm." Yeah, that was about it. I can it. get used to this. I think after maybe a year or two, once I got out of that, like I started having, like moving up the ranks and um, plaid belt, houndstooth belt, <laughs> yeah, the um, leather belt, the pleather belt. I cannot think of a single pattern the felt belt stars and stripes belt was we it very patriotic that didn't actually no we didn't See, actually. that one i could actually believe no no it wasn't a thing. like the, that's something that the rival dojo and karate kid would have <laughs> stop that's very true <laughs> but yeah after like a year or so um i wasn't i wasn't very uh talented in the realm of physical activity so when I kind of realized like I was able to do this without like completely embarrassing myself because we were all kind of doing the same thing and there is something kind of inherently embarrassing to a point of everybody going hiya right and wearing the same baggy uniform you know and yeah you have to uh, like get past that initial um, and it was a very humbling thing like um because it uh, while it built my self-confidence and it like definitely gave me a sense of like knowing like my abilities it mm. also you know having to be corrected in front of an instructor like in front of your classmates um right. was something that was a little bit more intense than you know in like a classroom setting or something that so. sort of live feedback yeah and um and live like being not admonished, but like right. being show, being proven incorrect and yeah. showed how, shown how to improve. And respecting an instructor as like a reliable authority on something that they're teaching you and realizing that you have room to improve. Like, I think it was a very important lesson to learn. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's definitely one field where the instructor can prove they know more than you right. and prove that you have something to learn very, very quickly. Oh, absolutely. Where yeah. in like calculus you could prove it less easily. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. Not it, always, but, or like English. Right. It's hard for an English teacher to prove that they know more than you, but it's very easy for a Kempo teacher to knock you on your ass and say, okay, do what I say. Right. Because I, although it isn't solely, you know, just the pure knowledge of knowing the techniques, mm -hmm. because when you get to a certain point, like after I was a black belt, um, I was kind of in a weird point where I was going to college too soon to be able to like have enough time to practice and test for my adult black belt. So, black um, diamond belt. What is, is there actually a different belt for kids and adults? Well, it wasn't kids necessarily, but like, wait, so when you got a black, I, it I don't want to call you out, but it, when you got your black belt, was it because you were beating first graders? I was a sophomore in high school, and I was beating other sophomores. And it wasn't beating anybody. I knew my own techniques. I did well in sparring. Um, but that even if you like didn't, you if you people. didn't, but sparring wasn't something where I was con consistently. Um, it wasn't necessarily something that they were counting whether you won or lost. Um, it was just more of a training exercise. So right. we didn't do any competitions or anything. I wasn't competing. Um, it was just more of a practice of how can you use your 
techniques in a way that's applicable and also sparring I mean we weren't hurting each other it was they called it a game of touch so we had like pads on and like um like protective gear but you weren't supposed to like hit anybody with force it was just like whether you just kind of like like bonked their head right that was a point um so just in terms of picturing it and understanding the martial art was it more like a karate type where you're chopping and hitting or was it more like a wrestling brazilian jiu-jitsu type wrestling and throwing or was it i'd say probably it was about we were never on the ground. We like there were a couple days when we'd have extra time and we'd like practice ground like techniques, but none of techniques, but like none of our actual knowledge was based on any kind of wrestling or um, like ground stuff like that. It was all what you like know as punches and kicks and chops, right? And takedowns. We did do takedowns, but once they were on the ground, we didn't. Um, like get down on the ground with them or anything okay okay uh cool cool so final kempo question what would you say was the either the coolest thing you ever did in kempo or the thing you were most proud of or what was the best moment the pinnacle moment for kempo for you Oh, that's hard. I have a lot of really memorable things um a funny moment that uh always stands out whenever people ask me about you know like what's something kind of insane that happened to you when I was testing for my black belt um I was fighting two of my instructors at once one was the wow uh one was this guy that like ran he was the main instructor he ran Ironmans like once a month was like just obviously amazing like the best instructor I could have had and the other was also an amazing instructor. He was very—he was seven feet tall, like he was just huge and very physically imposing. So you were fighting Iron Man and the Hulk. Yes, basically okay. that was basically it. Um, but uh, one of them had me in a chokehold, and the way that the room was set up was we would be looking at a mirror, but it was a double-sided mirror. So on the other side was the hallway where the parents could watch practice. Okay. But in this case, all the parents were watching us get tested. They didn't want the parents in the room with us so we could concentrate. Yeah. Um, But I was very close to that mirror when he had me in a chokehold, and I could not get away. Um, So I threw myself like kind of pivoted and threw myself forwards, not knowing how close I was to this mirror. Mm -hmm. And I almost went head first through the mirror into the hallway, like just threw myself through a sheet of glass into the hallway. And luckily the other instructor grabbed me by um, like the back of my coat and pulled me back. Um, But it was very intense. So, So you were so hardcore and into the fight that you almost broke a wall continue it yeah and that was uh apparently my mom almost had like a stroke looking at me coming head for and she was standing right where i was so it looked she like tried to catch me terrifying yeah um but that wasn't necessarily the best just the most <laughs> that is uh, probably the coolest yeah uh, maybe there- not for my part it was probably a little uh i should have been more aware of what was around me but um it shows you know, dedication, I would yeah. say, or determination, maybe. Funny enough, it actually probably was 
writing and finalizing my essay for my black belt test. There was an essay portion on the exam? Yes, there was. We had to write a paper on what? On the meaning of Kempo. What is the meaning of Kempo? And summarize it in 10, you get 10 words, okay? Mm -hmm. Tell me when you're going to start your 10 and I'm going to count down. I'm going to read off, well, I'm not starting yet. I'm going to read you off our um, motto, like our creed. Okay. Um, And I think it sums it up pretty well. I don't know how many words it is though, so I might run out. Well, I will cut you off. Starting now. Um, Honesty, courtesy, self-respect. I guess that counts. That's two. Perseverance, an indomitable spirit. That's seven. (laughs) That's seven words. You are holding up eight fingers. (laughs) (laughs) That that's eight words. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't counting them all. I'll I'll cut that out in post. That's fine. It's no big deal. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's, it's <laughs> whatever. It's fine. You know, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So. So you had to write an essay on that. Yes. Um, do you want me to say it again? No. Oh. No, I'm not actually going to edit that out. Oh, okay. I thought. <laughs> no. Me trying to cover for you. <laughs> no, that, that's okay. Uh, um, uh, How long was the essay? Like pages and pages or like... I don't remember. words. I think it was, uh, it was two or more pages. Oh, wow. Um, that's like quite an essay. That's a real essay. Yeah. It was, um, and honestly, I hope I still have it. I think it's in my old files from my school computer, but. In drop kickbox. Ah, that was good. That was funny. I get it. <laughs> Cause it's, it's funny. I need to start adding laugh tracks into this. <laughs> no, you should, you should put a la- here. Ready? I'm going to, we'll, we'll leave a silence here where you can put in a laugh track. Ready? Go. Okay. That's all. Yeah. That, I'm, I'll find one. I'll fit one in. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think, uh, I think that's really, really cool. And, uh, we'll be right back with more questions for Ariana. And we're back. Let's keep it going. More questions for Ariana. What are your strong opinions on trivial topics? One, mm. Let's hear one. I don't want... <laughs> I feel like some of these... Uh, some of the ideas that have come up, up the, with... There are no wrong answers. Unless you're going to be like, Israel. Like No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Pancakes. Uh, Ready? <laughs> uh, <with laughs> your, your opinion is pancakes. Uh, yes, that's it. Um, pancakes. I think that a beautifully made pancake Mm -hmm. can be enjoyed well Mm -hmm. um, with maybe a little bit of butter on it, but Mm -hmm. that's it. So just pancake and butter. Yes. I pride myself in my pancake making abilities and they're, they're like so sweet and like a little bit salty and just like good enough that it almost it feels a little it feels a little wrong to kind like of it, it carries all the weight you don't need to add yeah and I okay. love like I love syrup like it's uh, wonderful but um, and really good on things like French toast and stuff but for some reason yeah or like crab or no that would actually be really awful probably oh I wouldn't know 
I'm putting putting syrup on a on a crust like on a crustacean on seafood. Yeah. Hmm. That's is that one of your strongly held opinions that you you like? I that? I wouldn't know. I've never had crab. Oh, um, that's a shame. So if you go to a diner or you go to a breakfast place and you order pancakes, mm-hmm. do you expect to put something on them? Do you order them with something on them? So if Typ- they typically typically. If they have, if I'm feeling a little fancy, I will sometimes get uh, bananas, not cooked into them, but on them, like right. just freshly cut bananas and maybe a little, uh, even whipped cream feels a little weird, but like bananas with plain pancakes, sometimes mm. I'll get that, but okay. usually I'll just get them with a little bit of butter. Um, and then that's all you do It's just butter. Yeah. Do you do syrup? Do you ever do syrup? Not on pancakes. Ever. Unless it's a really horrible pancake. And you just have to, like, drown it. Yeah. Okay. That's that's probably where. Like, if, if I am really craving a pancake and our cafeteria just has, like... The worst pancakes. pancakes. They, but they really they're usually... They're, they're pretty okay about them. But, like, if it's just one day and they're just looking really sad. Or if you don't get there when they're fresh. If yeah. If they've been out for half an hour and or And they're, so. like, kind of rock hard and you yeah. need to soften them, so... Oh, so that's a terrible. That's just it's a bad image. Rock hard pancake. So if if you order pancakes, if you're not, do you ever get them with chocolate chips or bananas or not bananas or blueberries? Something in them. See, I like like you know when you order chocolate chip pancakes, mm-hmm. I will finish them. Yes, you will. But I don't really like crave. I feel like I love chocolate. You I, know this. Yes. You know this, you but. Know. Um, I would never, I don't think I'd ever order myself chocolate chip pancakes. You would never get that as your meal, but yeah. you wouldn't say no to it. I'd like a couple bites. I could fair. never eat like a full thing. It's just kind of very That's fair. rich. So you have opinions on pancakes. What else you got? Hmm. Let's did you have something else? I did, I did, but like, I feel like. I was thinking about, um, I've been rushing for a, uh, honors fraternity here and we get uh, asked a bunch of stuff. Oh, we stop. honors fraternity. We, <laughs> oh. It's a PSP. And wow. while we're meeting the brothers, we talk, we just basically do like the most icebreakers. We just do so many icebreakers and like personal questions about like your interests and what you like and stuff. Right. And people always ask are you a dog or a cat person? Right. And I do feel very strongly about this. Because you are a pre-vet person. Well, maybe not even just that. And an animal lover. I am an animal lover. But I have also, like, met animal lovers that, like, are pretty strongly partial. But I just, like, I feel strongly about it in that I think the question itself is, like, just no good. So you think it's a discriminatory question? Not necess- not not like discriminatory. I think setting up a like binary for it where like you got to like one or the other and um you're not like they're <laughs> they're seen for some reason like in our society we see them as like two polar opposite animals. Mm-hmm. Um that's kind of weird. Like I mean, they are they're, very different. They're different, but they're not, like, they're so often seen as opposites. And I think that they share a lot of really lovable traits. Four legs, fur, eyes. Yeah, nose. probably those, those mammals. things that mammals usually have. Um, not always, but usually. Um, Eat food. Whales. Um, whales have four legs. 
They have the bones for all of them. But they don't have fur. Actually, no. They, say they, they do. do have fur. Um, I don't know if I'd call, I I think calling them legs would be a little generous. They have the bones, though. They have leg bones. <laughs> you said legs, not leg bones. Well, I mean, they're... They have the structures. They just melt. I don't know if the... I uh, do not take me on this, but I don't know oh, if going they're... To. You are the... At this point, you are the most qualified person on this show. I want to say that they're homologous structures and they're not actually... Um, okay, so they are homologous structures. I'll agreed. Okay, I could be wrong about that. No, you're right. They're they are homologous structures. Okay, they're homologous. So, <laughs> you think it's a bad question? I think it sets up um, this kind of concept that they are so different that you're either one or the other. Right. Um. So let me. And ask I feel you. like so few people answer that they like both and i just i truly like i could not like quantify how much better one is than the other because there's so many reasons why i love both and some of those overlap and it's you know i've had a lot of pets ranging in a lot of personalities and some of those that haven't been typical for the species that they're in so you know i've had cats play fetch i've had dogs do cat things. I don't know. Sit on your lap. Use the litter box. Hate people. Well, no. Boo did venture into the litter box sometimes, but it was. So let me ask great. you: Are you a dog person or a cat person? I'm an angry person. Okay. Right <laughs> that, no, you can end it. You can take it right there. That's fair. I just wanted to see what your reaction would be to that. Uh, do you have any more strong opinions? Hmm. Snow's nice. It's snowing right now. That's not particularly. Oh, you know what? I do have a strong opinion. Bring it. We were talking about this the other day, um, and I'm not sure if you agree with me on this. Okay. If it's this cold, Mm -hmm. it it is quite cold. It is very cold right now. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know me. I enjoy the sun. You do enjoy the sun so unbelievably much. But do use photosynthesis. Yes, I'm a plant. Um, if it is this cold, it just, it just might as well be snowing like all the time. If it's this cold, like cloudy, cold days, not great. Not great. Cloudy, warm days without precipitation, without any precipitation, cold rain is horrible. (laughs) Uh, not a huge fan. I love warm rain, Mm -hmm. but if it's this chilly, if it is like you walk outside and you are just absolutely frigid like it it just might as well be snowing i I just think you know it's so you think if it's cold and if it's cloudy there's no point in it being cloudy if it's not going to snow if it's below 40 degrees i think that like it should be snowing it should be snowing unless it's sunny See that I don't even know because so like at that point the sun isn't even warm; it's just there. <laughs> like <laughs> so, you think if it's cold, you, it might as well be snowing. I would prefer you, it, it that way. If it, if I could just flip a switch and anytime it was under forty degrees, which would it's pretty hopefully often. not be a lot. No, if I could <laughs> if I could control when it would be forty degrees, it I would, would be rare. You'd make it rare. I'd make it. Oh, God, I would cause all of the snow days. But um, 
I'd have it consistent enough in the winter where it was like, this is really nice. And I'd send in, like, I love every winter just getting one, like, storm where it's just, like, it just drops a foot of snow. And there is just a foot of snow there. That sounds terrible. It's really... You remember last year when we got, like, around a foot? That was awesome. No, it was pretty horrible. People were making, like, cube snowmen. And they, like, made a snowball, like, a ball of snow that was taller than me. And they blocked a sidewalk with it. Like, it was... Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to look at. It was beautiful. I, see, I, I think I'm... You're gonna, remembering the power going out. I, and I, that... <laughs> I just differ so strongly in snow discussions because I despise the snow. And I despise the cold. Except for if I am indoors with a hot chocolate and do not have to go anywhere. Well, and what's then, the point of a hot chocolate if you aren't cold? I get cold looking at snow. Oh, okay. It makes my eyes cold, and then it makes my brain cold, and then I need the hot chocolate to warm up. I. Mm, you I, don't think it's pretty to look at? I do think it's very pretty to look at. I think it's. You don't think it's fun to walk in it and have it like that sound of it snowing? I think it's very fun to walk in it for a very short amount of time. I think walking in it for too long can. Like, as if you get cold, like, that's no fun. But. And I think snowball fights are. My my snowball fight experience has been sort of limited to the icy slush that we get in Oklahoma, and Yuck. that's usually that hits. See, this you. is snow, snow. You're thinking of like slush, See, but like, like the snow here, you don't like. It's so beautiful. It's nice to look at. And it like is not fun to glittery. live in. It is pretty her- horrible to live in, in my opinion. But just walking in it. Yeah, that's about it. I, don't I mean, like walking in it. I you don't like, like walk- the sound it makes. When I like walking in, in the initial snow. When it's nice and soft and everything's quiet and it's you blanketing don't like everywhere. The, the gross but slush. As soon like the first snowfall, if it's overnight and all the heating things are turned off, beautiful. The next morning it's all shoveled. People have trampled it. It looks like Dickensian London in December. <laughs> Stop. Horrible. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I am the not worst. a fan of like asphalt laden, like just black yeah. mounds of snow but i mean i don't think anybody likes that like who would go like oh i like that that's cool probably like, dante's satan but no. <laughs> otherwise but that no doesn't one. make snow itself bad well we'll we'll save that for another discussion okay we'll have a whole whole episode just on on snow snow debate well i i think that about does it for the interview is there anything you want to plug i i have given I did give my last guest an opportunity to plug basically Villain Overwatch. So, CRS. I could do CRS, yeah. Plug CRS. First, thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. Happy Valentine's Day, hopefully. I was just not going to come. Well, no, I I don't know if this episode's (laughs) going to come out on that day. God, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Villanova Catholic Relief Services. I'm a member of it. I am there. Um, public relations and social media coordinator. We, so what, what's the Instagram to, account? I was about to get to that. Um, we, what it is? Yeah, give us uh, a link. Give yeah. Us, give us a, something to search for. Or oh, the listener. Uh, to search like online? Yeah. So we do not currently have a website because. Yeah. What about like, do you have an Instagram? Do you we have do a, have an Instagram. So what's that? Uh, we just recently changed our username because it was something more recognizable. We are, you can look us up on Instagram at Villanova CRS. I believe it is the same on Twitter, although we are much more active on Instagram. 
Um, we basically work to educate uh, Villanova students and faculty and staff about various um, issues that we hope to tackle through Catholic social teaching, including climate change, human trafficking, global hunger. Um, and we work to spread awareness, but also um, enact justice through various fundraising platforms and um, working alongside um, those that are affected by those issues. So it's something I'm very passionate about and I'm very lucky to be able to take part in and you should check us out. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for being on and I am sure that we will have you back or I say we, I'm sure I will have you back (laughs) on the show. You and your headphones, you and the microphone will have me back. Yes. So that about does it for this episode of Soapbox. Thank you again to Ariana for joining me. I am sure she will be back soon. We had a lot of fun, and I can absolutely see her being back for a bunch more episodes. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Soapbox. I have been Jack Crawford. I don't know if I remembered to say that at the beginning. Just one little reminder, if you want to get a shout-out on the show, you can get one by tweeting about the show and include the account well, tag me at soapbox with jack the show's account is at soapbox with jack so if you tweet about the show and include the at sign you'll get a shout out on the show greatly appreciate you sharing the show i've said the word show a lot now which means it's time to end the show thanks for listening and we'll see you next time